Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, yesterday, uh, a customer asked me to help her to decide which botanicals to buy for an aquarium she was designing for some wild Leopoldi angelfish, and a very cool fish, and uh, sort of a miniature version of an angelfish, if those of you are not familiar with them. Look them up, they're pretty cool. Anyway, she had this cool idea for her tank, and I was stoked just to be a part of, you know, the whole process of helping her figure this thing out. And it's not an uncommon thing in my daily existence, both in Tannin and in my personal hobby adventure. It's a fundamental thing we do here. Decision, uh, decisions on seemingly esoteric yet actually fairly critical stuff are not uncommon here. And these kinds of calls are fun, but they used to scare the shit out of me. Like, I'd be agonizing over stuff. Really? Why? Well, because making decisions about what to do in your aquarium can have consequences, right? Helping make decisions about someone else's aquarium, well, that's a whole different layer of craziness. Like, I'm bummed out if I kill my fishes. I'm devastated if I do something that leads to killing somebody else's fishes. A lot of pressure, right? And this customer's call required a seemingly simple decision, actually a choice between two different aquascaping materials. However, choosing one or the other would have taken the aquascape in a definite direction. So I suppose the consequences in this case of the decision would be lasting and, you know, maybe something she wouldn't like or something that she would find less interesting than what she originally wanted. We went back and forth of the pros and cons and following our discussion, the customer apparently was very pleased with me and impressed with how I helped her arrive at this decision. And she asked me, how do you arrive at these decisions with such confidence? And of course, that made me think for a minute, fooled her. I had to laugh because I've not always made easy decisions. Those of you that follow me for years know I vacillate and, and agonize over some of the most mundane decisions. It's the way I am. I used to agonize over everything. I had complete analysis paralysis. It was like my modus operandi. And I also laughed because we spent 40 minutes discussing wood and seed pods. I mean, I love that. I mean, what I get to do is pretty cool. And it is important to some of you people, which I really enjoy and I'm thankful for and grateful for. But how to make you know better aquarium-related decisions is actually pretty easy. But you have to be honest with yourself and stay focused on the primary issue. Again, this is not a revelation for most of you, but it took me decades to figure this out. Of course, just deciding to share my thoughts on the processes involved you know, had me weighing the potential risks, you know, like, oh, there goes Feldman spouting off more psychobabble stuff, or see, he does think he's the most important person in the aquarium industry, or anyways, on to the next blog or podcast or whatever, you know, it's all about how you approach it anyway. Yep. So here's how I stumbled through the aquarium decision-making process after like a lifetime of this stuff. I'm just going to break it down into some categories. First, deciding between, for example, two amazing fishes. That's a tough decision, right? These are some decisions that you're going to go through. Uh, it's a classic one, actually. And I always say, go with your first choice, period. You can always get the other one at another time. Think about it this way. If you're taking all that time to mull over the decision, is it to gather data or to postpone the decision? Maybe the best decision is to pass on both, maybe? I don't know. Or better to purchase both. Yeah, I kind of like that one better, right? <laughs> Number two, make the most pressing decisions first. In other words, if you know that you have to replace the canister filter and you also have the opportunity to purchase that crazy rare pair of cichlids you've been looking for forever, get the canister filter first. Yeah, because you have a lot depending on that filter, whereas the fish can always be picked up at a later time. Really. Of course, I say that now because the last time I made one of those decisions was seven, it was seven years before I found the damn fish again. But, you know, who the hell am I to be dispensing advice on that call, right? But hey, I'm coming from a place of honesty here. <laughs> the next one is don't change your mind once you've made the decision. Unless, of course, there's a very compelling reason, i.e. vital reason, to change it. Like the addition, you know, the new fish is killing everything in the tank or the plumbing modification you made is flooding your new hardwood floor. 
or it's your anniversary and you forgot to get a gift. Those are always good to change your mind on those bad decisions. <laughs> Number four, avoid soliciting. I'm laughing at my own stuff, so it must be, must be pretty funny to me. <laughs> avoid soliciting five different decisions on which one to get or which way to go. Now, I absolutely lose it sometimes when I see hobbyists post those, which fish should I add to this tank posts on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Like, you're freaking outsourcing the stocking decision to people on Facebook? What the fuck? Forums are great, but they're, you know, they create these decision-making roadblocks, in my opinion, because if you receive 19 answers, it's pretty likely that 16 of them will be different, and 13 of those will take you in a completely different direction than you ever intended for your aquarium. So yeah, just don't ask the world. Ask people who you trust, you know, who, people who can bring specific value to their recommendations, or make the decision yourself and deal with the consequences, good or bad. You can always get another tank, right? Yeah, that's the way I look at it anyway. Okay, number five. Blow through the simple decisions with little reflection at all. For example, you need to get more carbon. You can use a pound of this. You can buy use a pound of this stuff every month. So, do you buy one pound or two pounds of the same brand? Like, who cares? Just get the carbon. I mean, this kind of stuff ties up so much mental capital. It's not even worth it. I have friends who do that. They look at. They need salt mix. They use Instant Ocean, for example. They'll go to the fish store and oh, uh, Red Sea or Tropic Marin's on sale this month, so I'll get that. And it's like. Okay, that's great. But then they agonize, why did I get this one? I, I always use Instant Ocean. And then they realize that, you know, differences in brands of salt have different formulations. And then they wonder why their aquarium's chemistry fluctuates a little bit. These are little things that they make the decision so hard on themselves by being cheap to save a few dollars. So blow through these decisions. Look in your purse, look in your wallet. If you have enough cash to purchase the larger size of something, purchase the larger size. If not, then purchase the smaller size. Done. Enjoy the pretty spring sunshine. Don't make your life hard. People do that all the time. I know I'm making this insultingly simple, and that's really not my point. I guess having been through a lot of personal changes over the years, you know, seeing life, death, relationships, businesses all change in a heartbeat, it's given me a different perspective than I've had in the past. Like, I know that you could screw up anything at any time, so like, why sweat it? I've learned that you need to spend more time doing stuff than you do deciding about doing stuff. Then you can move on and do something else or fix your bad fucking decision, of course. I mean, you can grow old and die just deciding which Tetra to purchase. Like, why would you do... Well, don't answer that. I mean, I suppose I would do that. I screw up. I screw up a lot. Like, more than you do, I guarantee it. Like, way more. I mean, I sell twigs and seed pods for a living, right? I, I know screw-ups. But you know what? I learn from every single screw-up. I own them, and sometimes I actually make changes that work. It's not that bad, seriously. And it gives me more material to share with you guys, right? So next time you have a tough decision to make, just make it, move on, and enjoy whatever happens, really. Don't outsource it. Don't agonize over it. Just make the decision. Anyway, I've got a lot to do today. You guys have been ordering like mad, which is very cool. So enjoy your cup of coffee or tea or whatever you're drinking. Go for a walk. Enjoy your, you know, your day. And uh, be decisive. Stay thoughtful. Stay resourceful. Stay bold. And always stay wet. Until next time. It's Scott from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tannin.